Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui, and of course, to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. I hope you're well. Yes. Had a super long week uh, this week with just some gigs and stuff, and I have some people in town, so posted something really I, I thought it was fascinating the uh, gig that you were on your way to and you kind of did a little bit of behind the scenes preparing yep. what you packed what you took and even the scenic drive to the hotel yep it was, it was great it was very entertaining and mm-hmm. I thought it literally does paint the picture of what you do because you do something well I mean did I do that in the day uh, you know, go out to do events. Yes, but they were nothing as high caliber as what you were doing this yeah. <laughs> that you do today. You know, sometimes we, you know, when I say we, because Bill sometimes did them as well, that we went off to parties and read and everything. But uh, you really have, you've really blown that service up. And there seems to be a real appetite out there for groups, organizations, celebrations, wanting to bring a card reader or an astrologer into the group, right? Yeah, I was a last minute addition because it was a 007 party. And I guess in one of the 007 movies, the gentleman starts reading tarot and like the lover's card comes up just to, I guess it, you know, it's like yeah. we're, we're meant to be lovers and the lover's card showed up. So it was like kind of a last minute addition. And they had pulled me aside afterward and said, even though you were the last minute addition, you were by far the hit of the party. They ended up extending me an hour that oh. evening because I had a line the whole night. Um oh. Well, it was a beautiful intro to it. If if anyone, I guess on TikTok, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. But it just, yeah, I think a lot of people maybe don't understand or like have any idea of what I do or maybe what you do. And so hopefully maybe like doing more of those, I can show people like that was just like a one-time thing. So like, I don't do it again. Um, It's just like one party. And I don't know if I made that clear in the TikTok. Like it's not like a... A yeah. gig that I go to every night. That was just a yeah. party, but so let's get into um, our topics today. So I think before we get into the main topic, which we're going to introduce a new series today, which yeah. is kind of cool, um, we want to just mention that Mercury is now direct. Yeah. So we are, yes, we are still in the shadow of it. So you might still like you have a few hiccups, but the bulk of it should be done. Oh my gosh, I got to share this with you. Just kind of just a really mundane example. Mercury retrograde in Taurus. Taurus rules collections. So I don't know if anyone else out there decided to tackle their collections and reorganize them, retag them, rebox them. That's what I did. I have a collection of vintage astrology uh, pins and things like that. And I got in there and just bagged them and tagged them and got them nice and clean and organized and in a box. And I thought, I got finished and I thought, Oh my God, Mercury in retrograde in Taurus of collections. And I reorganized and mm-hmm. again, very mundane, kind of boring, but right. it was very fulfilling. Absolutely. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, today also we have Jupiter moving into Taurus. So we did a whole episode um, on that, I think maybe two weeks ago. So we do suggest going back and listening, but you know, Jupiter and Taurus does shift our focus to more of the material possessions, financial growth, and could highlight where we are not stable. 
So this is interesting. This does put the focus on, you know, do I want a new car? You know, how much is that going to cost me? Or is it time to move? It does put the focus on material possessions and stability. Oh, and that could even just be like the AC has been, you know, we've been talking about it like uh, last year, they kind of said this might be the last year. That's mm -hmm. another kind of idea of stability. Like, you know, we oh, can't yeah. live in the house without AC. The house <laughs> does need a, at least here in Las Vegas. Right. Uh, you right. know, so even though those ones aren't as glamorous or fun to talk about, but that is another idea of just like, once you do it, then, you know, okay, that's going to be good for 10 years or 20 years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I get it. <clears throat> I get it. I remember when we had our units replaced. Uh, now it's been three, four summers ago, but I, I slept like a baby, so to speak, not worrying about the AC given out in the middle of a hundred degree plus temperatures. Absolutely. We want to go through the dates of the last time that Jupiter was in Taurus for anyone to... I just wanted people to think about 1988, okay. in which Jupiter was in Taurus, in 2000, it was in Taurus, and in 2012. It was in Taurus. Okay. Um, and that's just to give you an idea, we've been here before. Yeah. Uh, the worst example is 2000. We had kind of the meltdown. It was called the bubble, the dot-com bubble burst under that energy. Mm -hmm. That's a great example we were just talking about. If something is unstable, it's over the top already, then there's going to be a collapse, right? So be aware that does show that's that negative side that we want jupiter will bring us back to stability in taurus yeah and that is interesting just with the way the economy is just mm -hmm. you know, everything is up and i think that's been a conversation that i've been having with a lot of my just friends like is this sustainable you know and I, i'm always like what are these 18 19 20 year olds doing like i don't feel like they can even mm -hmm. afford an apartment like we did mm -hmm. you know like for 800 dollars um right. or something so I would be curious just like how we will see that play out as well on a much larger scale. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would like to think the fever is going to break. Yeah. Maybe something serious has had to happen to bring prices down. But the point is, I think that there'll be some stabilization. Yeah. So for today's main topic, of course, we're astrologers and you've heard us use so much jargon like mm -hmm. Jupiter and Taurus, like we we're just talking about. Uh, but we, today we want to share kind of a shortcut or a trick to gain insight, of course, into yourself or even your loved ones by just looking at the day of your birth. So like, for example, I'm February 5th. So we're just take the month away, take the year away, take the time away. We're just looking at the days. So the fifth for myself, mm -hmm. mom would be, be the 30th. Yeah. So Again, this might, go ahead. it's a great thing. Cause even when you're socializing, oh, when's your birthday? You know what I mean? And you find out, oh, I'm born on the first. We're going to give you words today that you could use to immediately assess or to share with that person about what that means about them. Yeah. It might sound a little bit like numerology, uh, oh. but there is a deep history with astrology regarding the date that you were born, regardless of the month. Mm -hmm. So there's actually clusters of dates. So we're not going to talk about just one singular date. There's usually a cluster and the cluster can be two or three dates that are linked to it. So that's what we're going to start out today with talking basically about three dates, the first of the month, the 13th of the month, and the 25th of the month. Yeah. So that's regardless of what month you were born in. 
Right. And we'll say them again, just in case you were trying to figure out who you knew on those birthdays. So the first of every month, the 13th and the 25th of every month. And these are talking about like 36 different birthdays when you take it times 12, three dates times 12. So you, everyone listening probably know someone born. Right. I've had some, um, interesting, I think actually your brother maybe even said this as well, mom, Mm. uh, my uncle, uh, like that. Oh, everyone in their family is born on like the 21st, but of a different month. So especially for people who have families like that, this exercise would probably be really cool because you are all different signs if you're the 21st of different months, Oh right. but there should still be a similarity mm-hmm. because of the method that we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we will eventually over time get to all the dates, right? Yeah. I'm thinking we'll probably try to do one of these a month. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So the first, the 13th. And the 25th, the ones that we will be discussing today, are all considered Aries days. Mm-hmm. So I am saying like the, the zodiac sign Aries. So again, you could be sitting the 1st of October mm-hmm. thinking I'm a Libra. What do you mean yeah. now I'm an Aries? But okay. it would just say that there is, you probably have some underlying influences of Aries in your characteristics. Or we could say Mars as well. That's true. Mars. So you could say, okay, go back to your example of October 1. Oh, I'm a Libra, but with an underlying Mars energy. I like that. Right? Yep. So these people on these three dates are probably more bold Mm -hmm. or brave or even pioneering. Right. Yeah. They could be have a tendency to be a little more blunt about something or spill the beans. They can't hold it back. (laughs) Or this is what's really happened. You know, they can't wait for someone to leave the room to go, well, this is what's really going on, so to speak, because there's a bluntness, a directness, not a meanness, not necessarily, but it's just a need to a forcefulness about get the message out. This is what's really going down. Yeah. Because it's ruled by Mars. These could be very entrepreneurial people, Mm -hmm. self-starters or be in some sort of field where they are actually like building. So like think of like a construction, something where it's like, well, before someone can live in the house, we have to build the house. That's the first part of it. Or the do it yourself or or somebody who likes to always have a project going in the garage. Mm -hmm. That's that strong Mars energy. Uh, Sometimes we call these people hustlers. They've always got to have something going on, so to speak. Uh, All these, uh, of my reels that I'm watching about what are they called the side hustle yeah right that's a very Mars energy oh I got a side hustle going on or two or three different hustles going on so that would be another example of it yeah uh because also Mars would put a lot of uh focus on the physicality as well with these people so they might initiate in sports could just be overly aggressive like they love fighting or they love some sort of physical activity You know what, that alone was the, that was the big tip off to this method. I had a client who was an aerialist. I thought, Mm. what the heck, where, what in the chart is screaming that this person flips themselves up into space and twists themselves around, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just gymnastics. This was someone who really did the flying thing and uh, had a very strong 
uh, uh, 1, 13, and 25 in their chart. So that was just a, oh, another way of coming to this conclusion. But the point is, it throws you into this awareness of the physical body. Yeah. Um, other things we might suggest is they could be very comfortable with taboo topics yep. or there might be a need for them to move away from home and explore. Right. Right. And also because it's so physical, this degree, and we're talking one here, they can really maybe overcome, maybe they have a disability and they have to overcome it or a stereotype and they have to overcome that stereotype. You know, when we start, um, um, uh, uh, looking at um, uh, famous people, maybe that have these type of, you know, that are born on the first of the month, we come into people that are, you know, kind of, kind of interesting. Number one, uh, we could think of someone like Marilyn Monroe was born on the first of June. Now we're just focusing on the fact that it's the first, not so much that it's the June, but there we go that, you know, trying to overcome her stereotype. I think she spent her lifetime trying to overcome the stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and too, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just coming up with this off the top, but like, I feel like she's always photographed with lots of men. Always. No, she had major relationships with power builders. Yeah. Athletes, presidents, you know, very strong. So again, that idea of the boldness that we talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, I've always said this, like, sometimes I can shy away with people with lots of power. I'm kind of overwhelmed by their power, their influence. I don't want to get sucked into their circle. You know what I mean? But here's someone who clearly enjoyed being bring it on. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. That's the first that's the first talking there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it's interesting as well that Princess Diana was also born on the first. Yeah. Uh, boy, you know, uh, overcoming stereotypes in another way, the royal family, not conforming to the stereotype. Yeah. Or we think of what she was really into, landmines, one of, one of her causes, she had many causes, right? Mm -hmm. But landmines, things that explode, right? Very Mars de description. Yeah, I was gonna say even like maybe explosive personalities right right and mars does bring out uh you know oftentimes some focus on sexuality so obviously a key part of her story is the fact that there was a third woman in her marriage or that she had affairs herself you know this is the people that what's really going on that she sat down for interviews this is what's really going on folks yeah she said there's it. that underlying energy of mars Dr. Phil is also born on the first, mm -hmm. you know, and he pretty much provides a platform for people to discuss their conflict in inner demons, where again, some people shy away from it. Oh, I don't want to hear the details. I don't want to hear about your horrible story. Right. You know, he's like, say it, like, let's get it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, go back to uh, Tiger Woods ex-wife. Her name was, El I don't know if it's Ellen or Aline, um, but you know, she was born on the first and you know she's a model i knew nothing about her obviously but a lot of people probably knew her as a model but she really became famous for that one instant where she chased tiger out of the house waving the golf club to hit him 
Of course, this is after she found out he's been having sleeping around. But the idea, this is what she became famous for, this image of her, you know, chasing Tiger down with a golf club wanting to hit him. Again, very Mars. Yeah. So these stories get, there can be some humor with them of how these people get associated with a tool, get associated with a weapon, get associated with, um, you know, construction, uh, get associated with um, somebody who's kind of walking a shady, some shadiness to him. Uh, Steve Madden, great shoe designer, but you know, he went to prison. He served time. I didn't know that. And it wasn't just months. No, he spent years behind bars uh-huh. for some financial shenanigans that he was doing. So Mars can represent the idea of the bad boy. Interesting. Well, we also went through kind of our client lists yes. just to maybe see some everyday examples of this, just because celebrities are easy to pick on because they live these energies out in such a big manner. But, you know, we were pretty uh, impressed, shocked. I don't know, like seeing that we had a couple clients that, you know, one's an engineer, Mm -hmm. one's an architect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those really play into the Mars, like the building piece that we spoke about. Yeah, uh, uh, one of my long-term clients, uh, she had a, a very pioneering massage school. I mean, going back into, you know, previous decades, like the 80s, you know what I mean, where there was only a handful of massage schools in the world, and she had one. She was the founder of it. Again, the physicalness of it, knowing the body. Mm-hmm. I know a doctor who's a, a, a real leader in some pioneering uh, breakthrough research for Alzheimer's that is, you know, has that birthday on the first. Again, puts her right in that action area of let's get to the bottom of this. And that's really interesting when you think of maybe signs that you don't think are as action oriented. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, well, they are also that sign. Like, why are they so? Mm-hmm like go forward where I would be scared just the massage school, for example, like being yeah. one of the first where, oh, it's, yeah. oh, that's risky. And you might look at her sign and be like, well, I don't know, just saying like, oh, she's, I'm trying, I don't want to pick on a sign that's saying they're, they're not proactive, yeah. but you know, like, oh, okay. I didn't know like a Libra, like that, that that's, they'd really want to go out there. I thought they're more peacemakers, but then you yeah. say, well, they were born on the first. It puts that Mars influence in where they're saying like, I have to go for it, even if it's risky and maybe they're you know, fellow Libras, just for example, are saying, oh, I could never do that. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. But it really just shows the power of just like the numbers as well that come into play with astrology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a, amazing here. People giving people the chance. I had a client who, you know, basically got money from a sugar daddy uh, and then took that money and immediately parlayed it in the business world and got her footing in the business world and has done very well. Interesting. Again, she needed that opportunity. She had the gas, so to speak, just waiting for the, you know, the, the cash she needed to do something big with. And she jumped on it again, born on the first. So really a very strong, look at those birthdays on the first. You've got someone in your family, extended family, your extended circle, who has a birthday on the first. And hopefully this has given you some more insight into them. Yeah. So even though we've clumped together the first, the 13th and the 25th, Mm-hmm. We do kind of separate them a little bit, right? Where we might think the bursts are really, really Mars strong, right? Right. Where right. the thirteenth, maybe we would soften it a little bit. 
there could be possibly those born on the 13th may have a little more comfort with the idea of look at me look at me look what i'm doing now they may have a need to shut down and lay low but they kind of alternate with this thing of willingness to get out there i mean like taylor swift great example right i mean look at me that 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 concert tour she's on right now is just like wild yeah you know singing in the rain you know not not you know just canceling out she's going to sing in the rain you know uh but just even more subtle clues uh lena dern dunham from girlfriends she was the writer but also she's the one that started challenging body image Mm. because she wasn't slim and trim and so in her scenes you know, it was a different type of uh, view of the body. Okay. And she got criticized very heavily, like she shouldn't be doing that. And she's, you know, she's really, again, a fighter, but in a different way, a warrior in a way of, oh, yes, I can. I think there's My a little bit doesn't... more like ego involved with the 13th. Oh, that I don't be. just mean ego, like, I don't mean it like a healthy a ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because even you look at, we talked about Dr. Phil being an example for the first, mm-hmm. like Jerry Springer would be an example for the 13th. Oh, yes. He's yeah. a little bit more showy. Like he. Right. Put on the show. Yeah. Well, talk about that. Dennis Rodham, which yeah, I don't hear much about what's going on with Dennis Rodham anymore, but he was out there as well. Yeah. Very much stood out with his behaviors. Yeah. Britney Spears is also a thirteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, very physical, very physical. Some of her movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Heidi Klum, another thirteenth birthday. Well, it's all about her body. Yeah, <laughs> look at my body. Look what I'm wearing. Look what I'm not wearing. <laughs> True. True. Uh, when we looked into our clients as well, interesting. Um, another construction person, hotel engineer, came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but interesting as well. He was an outstanding UNLV football or UNR football player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so again, that showy, I, mm-hmm. I, I say ego, but like the idea of like can easily be on stage, mm-hmm. maybe can be on camera, yeah. willing to put out their private life in a more public setting. Yeah. I can think of uh, a good friend I've had for years. She's still a yoga teacher born on the 13th, gets up in front of the class. This is what we're doing. Right. Puts herself in all these positions, you know, and, and obviously enjoys it and is good at it. We have a family friend uh, who is a dancer, dancer, danced at uh, Bally's for, for a long time and, uh, you know, was in the um, show in front of the um, oh, Treasure Island, the pirate show, mm-hmm. uh, a performer and physical, very physical. You have a lot of focus on the body, yeah. the yeah. Mars influence. Exactly. The last group that we'll get into then is the 25th. Yes. And this one still is the Mars, but then there's an influential piece that comes in with the 25th. So again, the, the opening thing that we gave to all of them, that still applies. Yes. But we are just differentiating the different, the different numbers a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Well, they can, they're, they're influencers, not in this current state that we think now influencers, but they, they, they affect other people and how they think. And, you know, the biggest one I can think of is that's just Lane Maxwell. She was born on the 25th. Um, you know, she, okay, she's disgraced now, but 
look what she lured women in. She had influence over them. Now, we might argue she was influenced by Oh I was going to say, yeah, yeah that. By, yeah, I can picture his face, but we, but so, the point is she may be overly influenced by him or by her father, who was an extremely, extremely wealthy man. But the point is this idea of being overly influential. Yeah. Uh, on a much lighter note, any, any of you who are Survivor fans, uh, Boston Rob, he was born on the 25th. So, you know, again, he's still revered. People are so loyal and speak so highly of him. Uh, but again, he, he really had a great influence over that tribe and won. Yeah, I didn't watch Survivor, so I don't know. Well, again, um, if you don't watch Survivor, you wouldn't, Boston Rob would mean nothing to you. But if you watch it, he's a big deal. Okay. You know, I wanted to go back to Ghislaine because she was born on December 25th. And, you know, of course, we know December 25th is the birth of Jesus. Well, Jesus, in, and we understand he may not have been born literally on that day, right? We get that. But that's the day we celebrate, mm -hmm. right? Well, he was very overly influential. Right. Right? right. Our religion was founded around him. Yeah. So, again, I want you to see that influential style. Yeah. I think just comparing the three talk show hosts that we have listed in here shows a really good like right we started with dr phil on the first okay we went to jerry springer the more theatrical right and then we have to look at barbara walters mm. uh it was the 25th right you know? and i think she was more like probing with her questions yeah um and there was more influence from her where people even like kind of aspired to to be her right. where, well to be interviewed by her and to be interviewed by her Right. She got a lot of international. She she got interviews from people that nobody else could touch. That's true. So, I mean, three different people doing essentially something similar, but just how in, in their own way. Yeah. In their own way. Yeah. You know, I've got to throw in here, uh, President John Kennedy was born on the 25th. Now, there's an example that this is Mars, but this is the dark side of Mars. He had some enemies, right? Somebody didn't like him very strongly to to have him assassinated yeah again that's an extreme we're not saying that for everyone born the 25th but it's that mars energy which means conflict and tension and sometimes the open enemy someone doesn't like you yeah uh shin Lim is also kind of a cute example he is a magician uh you might have seen him on i think america's got talent or you know one of those yes talent shows um he now does perform in las vegas at the mirage and mom recently went and saw him with my brother and his wife yes yeah uh but he's a magician but he's also very physical in his show where you don't necessarily think of magicians you know you would think of them more, more graceful or, or soft right well he is but he he said does it so smoothly yeah. he is He's even kind of doing it there, you know, with a camera on his hands. And yet, where, how does he manipulate? Right. He's, it's all very physical, I think. The dexterity even. Yeah. yeah. But then also, I want to, not to come back to Kennedy again, but I do want to use it because, you know, he had a lot of back issues. Everyone kind of knew that he had a back concern, physical. But also go with Christopher Reeve, born on the 25th. We know he was Superman, right? He played Superman. So the Superman, the Mars man, 
and yet an accident on a horse, very Mars again, uh, you know, put him in a wheelchair. So again, we have a lot of physical focus here on that, those first, the 13th and the 25th. Oh, talk about Will Smith. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just interesting that the slap um, that it got so much attention, but again, very Mars, um, but even just his role in Men in Black, very Mars-like position, uh, sorry, yeah, energy. And like that's really, I don't say that's what he became famous for because I know he was in other things like Fresh Prince, but yes, the Men in Black thing really did stick with him regardless mm-hmm. of what else he has done. Yeah, yeah. So again, going into, okay, what about, you know, people just, let's just say ordinary people, right? Mm-hmm. That we know, you know, I can think of a neighbor of ours was born on the 25th and they're an engineer. They're a hotel engineer. He's come to our house. He has fixed things. I mean, he, he knows everything there is, uh, you know, related tied to the mechanism of how something is built or how to, uh, you know, fix something. He's a great problem solver. Um, my aunt, uh, born on the 25th, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, worked mm-hmm. in like the operating room, right. For the doctors related to the operating room, all the, you know, all the drama stuff that comes out of that. Uh, I've got a client who, uh, again, I have a number of clients who've done this. It's, it's not them, but they've married or they're engaged to very, uh, very physical men, men that are into sports. Uh, this particular story is uh, it was got engaged to a baseball player, you know, uh, again, uh, even uh, her degree in college was related to physical therapy. So again, the physical comes out so strong with this, these three degrees, three, I say degrees, I'm sorry, days, birth dates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great advocates. Another, I'm thinking of another client who's a great advocate. Uh, for public housing, for the arts, things of that nature. Someone who's going to stir the community up. This is what we need and show leadership in the process. Yeah. So that was a pretty quick talk today. We are trying to be more mindful of bringing the the podcast back down to uh, closer to that 30 minute mark, but we hope that you found that insightful. Hopefully you learned something about yourself or a family member. And again, if you can, you know, something that if you're like trying to memorize it and then be able to use this as a little bit of a party trick, right? <laughs> um, you know, you'll have time to kind of memorize these before we talk about the next set, set mm-hmm. next month. But again, the first, the 13th, the 25th, you know, they're influenced by Mars or you can think of Aries as well, if that's easier mm-hmm. uh, with your study. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that one. I know I I've been using it lately again forgot about that great technique and like i'm like oh my god so much fun to know something immediately about somebody absolutely so that concludes our talk today and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week take care thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch follow us on social media at the underscore kate wind And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.